Hey guys, I'm Randy. And I'm Daniel. We're two lifelong friends and musicians, but when we're not playing gigs, we like to talk games. And today, on the Gaming Gig Podcast, we're celebrating the one-year anniversary of Gaming Gig, talking about the current state of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and talking about what is shaping up to be a strangely slow month in gaming. Randy, I don't know if you're going to put this in the podcast or not, but can we just talk about how hard it was for me to speak that intro? Well, it, it was a lot. We've never had three things in the intro. So. Yeah, I think that's what it was. I knew I had to be like on for the trifecta. Right. You know? Plus, this is a big one. This is the one <sighs> year. And I'll tell you, did you know that exactly one year ago to this day was the day that the very first gaming gig video got uploaded? As a matter of fact, I no, I didn't know that. To That's pretty day. cool. On on the day we're recording the gaming or the um the game awards mm-hmm. in the car special. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, the very first gaming gig video we recorded in the car driving to a gig, which was the whole like idea of the channel originally. Mm-hmm. We were going to record us talking about games as we drove to gigs. Like, yeah, why not? Um, turns, I'll tell you why not. Yeah, uh, road noise. Road noise. <laughs> it didn't work. Uh, I mean, we still posted it. We got our friend Nick, uh, who's an audio engineer, to help us out, and he removed some of the noise, but it was still not great. No, and we had these really nice microphones just, like, sitting at our houses, so... Why not? We just decided to make some more time. (laughs) Yeah, just might as well find some more time to do this. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been one year, and, uh, you know, I wasn't sure how things were going to go, and I decided to look back at the stats from this past year and just kind of, like, see... Mm Mm-hmm. Basically, just kind of do a little summary of what this past year was like. Just kind of see what we're going to cut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But before we go into all that, I just want to thank everyone who has watched Gaming Gig, whether it be on the main channel or the podcast or, you know, our Twitch channel. The 11 or 12 of y'all that watch us on Twitch, like, thank y'all so much. (laughs) (laughs) No, but for real, like, thank you so much because uh, obviously if no one was watching us do this, it wouldn't be possible to do it. I mean, it would be possible, but we mm. probably wouldn't do it. We, would, we probably wouldn't have the motivation. Right. So Motivation would be low. No, the comments, the poll participation, all that, we really, really appreciate it. Right. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Like, for real, from the bottom of our hearts, we really mean it. Um, so, this past year, we I'm going to give you some stats over what we did. Okay, rattle some stats. Okay, for the main Gaming Gig channel, mm-hmm. 166 videos posted. Mm. 166 in the past year. It's a lot of videos, dude. A lot of videos. Yeah, and most of that is on you. <laughs> I mean, early on, me, you know, I posted quite a few, and, and Nick did some for us as well, but I've fallen off way bad getting busy with school, and you have uh, just just trucked on like a damn trooper. That's right. And with those 166 videos, we got a total of 260,827 views. Well, that's nothing to scoff at. No, that's over a quarter million views. That's a lot. That's that's crazy. Um, you know, we're still a small channel. Yeah. It's a small channel, but that's... You that's know, a big number that, for a small channel. It's a big number for a small channel. Yeah, I'm really proud of that. Yeah. We also have the podcast channel, which is our true baby of a channel. It is very small, but it's one of my favorite things we do. Yeah, and this is our actually our 45th straight week doing the podcast. It is. We yeah. haven't missed one week. Yeah. So if you guys are longtime fans, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you know that it started out on the main channel and we moved it away from the main channel to its own dedicated channel 
about 35 weeks ago mm-hmm. because we posted 35 videos to the podcast channel mm-hmm. since we started it. And we have 1,434 views. <laughs> okay. It's a small channel, well, but, you know. That one was a true startup, too. True, from the very beginning. And it's, like, not exactly the most YouTube-friendly format. And that's why we put it on its own channel. Right. Because mm-hmm. it's just long videos. Long yeah. videos. But I love doing them, man. Yeah. I, you know, I think that we have some people who really enjoy listening to them. And, you know, mm-hmm. we really appreciate that. Yeah. So we also started a TikTok channel. Mm-hmm. Now, we started the TikTok channel in later. It wasn't quite a year ago. It was, like, uh, maybe at the very be- like I think it was, like, December 31st. Yeah, it wasn't much later. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was about a month later. Not quite. Mm-hmm. And on the TikTok channel, we posted 154 videos and got a combined 242,000 views on TikTok. Wow. So that's another, it's almost as much as the main channel on YouTube. Yeah. And that was another, we started it from the ground up and went with it there. So. And that, you know, that just goes to show how fast that like short form content can grow. Yeah. I mean, compared mm-hmm. to YouTube. Yep. So. Now we get to the granddaddy of them all. What, the Twitch? Yes. <laughs> The Twitch, which I think is my favorite, honestly. I love her Twitch. I love doing Twitch. Yeah, I love doing the Twitch. And, uh, you know, we've streamed for 163 hours. 163. I couldn't find any good stats on our Twitch. Um, there's just not like, Twitch doesn't do the same sort of analytics that YouTube and TikTok does. Yeah, so. they have pretty good analytics about like the most recent stream you did. But right. I, I don't know that they keep like long term. I, I couldn't find anything, but I could find that we've streamed a total of 163 hours. Yeah. So there you go. And I'll tell you, we have not gotten no quarter of a million views. No. Um, no, but you no. know, like we were saying before the podcast, Randy, and I mean, you know, maybe the true Twitch views are the friends we made along the way. Seriously though. I mean, we have made lots of, I mean, people who are watching the podcast found us through Twitch. Yep. That and is true. We have people that we play games with all the time now that we met through Twitch. Mm-hmm. So like, that's super valuable yeah. and beyond. I mean, like doing this hasn't been about, you know, becoming like popular or like it's just doing the things that we like to do mm-hmm. and yeah. it's awesome that we've been able to make friends and and you know meet all kinds of people and talk to all kinds of people throughout the process it is it's very cool you know we've got some people in a discord community that right you know semi-active i mean people throw stuff in there oh yeah you know, every week i mean there's stuff and largely in, that so. was grown through twitch yes so oh, twitch has done a lot in terms of like building relationships with other gamers which has been mm-hmm. really fun and it's fun, you know, I like I like that it's live and actually like interactive and, mm-hmm. you know, it's a new skill that I got to learn because I got to learn OBS and it was going real well till the update. But Well, yeah, OBS ever since that update hasn't been great. No. But that puts us at our final like little stat I wanted to go over about, you know, one year in. And that is in the year we have had over half a million views. Man. Now, that doesn't translate exactly like person to person. It's not like we've reached half a million people, mm-hmm. but we've reached right. hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. Very likely, which just, is pretty cool. Just watching us talk about games. Yeah. So that's it's, it's just really neat that in a year we've been able to get in contact with so many people through gaming and share a similar, you know, a shared experience with them. And it's just been really great. So that's been Gaming Gig one year in. The year retrospective. A year. Yeah, maybe we can do another retrospective a year from now. And yeah. maybe, who knows what it'll be then, right? Well, by then, it'll, we'll be in our new studio, first of all. Um, and, you know, I mean, we'll be talking millions and millions of you. I mean, half a billion, potentially, instead of half a million. I mean, just change the letter, you know. <laughs> that is quite growth. That's quite <laughs> a lot of growth, going from half a million to half a billion. But you know what? 
who knows, right? Well, you know, I'm I'm well versed in uh, in a few different types of functions, and you know, I'd like to see some exponential growth. They do say that growth on things like you know YouTube and TikTok and stuff like that can be like mm-hmm. close to exponential growth as you continue to grow it and yeah. keep up with it. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows? Tune in next year to find out if I was right, <laughs> or just tune in the whole time. Well, speaking of really big numbers, Pokemon. Scarlet and Violet released, and it seems like this week was the week that everyone was kind of like, I don't know, almost like handling the ramifications mm-hmm. of the game. Yeah, because there were some. Yeah, because now that we've kind of got to play it for a little bit, we're realizing that there are one a lot of issues mm-hmm. that have gone along. Nintendo has issued a pseudo-apology, at mm-hmm. least recognizing that there's issues. Yep. They've even issued some refunds. Yes. From what I understand, that they've always done that. It wasn't like it was just really? a special thing. But still, I mean, maybe it's yeah. brought more into the public eye because so. of this. And, yeah, I mean, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet have had some big issues. And over the past week, I've been playing Violet. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got some hands-on experience with it. And that has made me think a little bit more about the game because, mm-hmm. you know, when you just are an outsider looking at it, it seems like it's just like complete trash. But is it different when you're actually playing the game? Is it a fun game? Well, I think that's interesting you say that because I was talking to you about that like yesterday because mm-hmm. I didn't buy it. No. And I, I intended to. But after seeing all this on the Internet, I don't feel like it would be a wise decision to buy it. It kind of seems like, like a monster like, fire, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel like it would be stupid for me to spend $60 on this game that the whole internet's up in arms about. Well, I will say that there are some good things about the game. It's a Pokemon game, and I'm very nostalgic for Pokemon mm-hmm. in general. But it still, it is a little sad because Pokemon, from what I understand, is like one of the highest earning IPs, period. It's, it's if, the biggest. Okay. That's what I've heard. If it's the biggest like revenue generating IP and this is the level of game we get. Yeah. I I just came off of playing God of War Ragnarok, which was such a, a high experience. quality experience. <laughs> and then moving to Pokemon Violet, you know, it's not that there aren't fun things about it. Yeah. But it looks like it was just thrown together. Yeah. And, you know, at least there's really high-quality voice acting kind of get you through that. Oh, there's no voice acting, by the way. None. So the main issues are it's not about the gameplay, because I think actually the gameplay is pretty good. Mm-hmm. They've done a lot of quality-of-life things that really help make the Pokemon experience feel a little more fresh for someone who's been playing it since they were a kid. Mm-hmm. Things like the auto-battling. Yeah, that's cool. Right? Um, being able to do the gems in whatever order you like. Although it it isn't exactly that because there's no level scaling. Like different gems have, you know. Really? So it's, you can go to whatever gym you want in whatever order, but mm-hmm. the gems, some gems have much yeah. tougher Pokemon and some are going to be much easier. So there's like a order that there's makes more sense. There's a recommended order. Yeah. Because there's the gems that have the lowest level and those are probably the ones you should tackle first. Yeah. But you don't have to. Yeah, and from what I know, from what I've heard anyway, isn't there like, there's like three main quests. Three paths that you can go down, yeah. So, you know, potentially you could like 
could you just finish one, two of those paths and become really high leveled, and then at the, after you're done with all that, be like, well, I'm going to go beat the gyms. From what I understand, yes. And then it wouldn't matter because you'd be high leveled. Right. So there are three completely different <clears> paths, <throat> and it kind of like set. It feels actually really cool. It's kind of like you can do whatever one of these you feel most interested in. And that's awesome. One is going through the gyms. One is taking down like what is the team rocket. It's the equivalent. It's, yeah. And then the other one is kind of this other quest that involves the legendaries. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's out of the formula. Okay. So it, we have these three paths you can go down and you can kind of choose. Now I've, I'm still early on. I'm probably only, I'm probably less than five hours into the game. Mm-hmm. I've done, I'm, I decided I wanted the gems cause that's like what speaks to me in yeah. terms of my nostalgia. That's the fun one. Yeah. And so I've done one gem and I'm in the town where the second gym is. So I'm kind of there. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of opening stuff you got to get through. Yeah. Um, which isn't great, but the actual gameplay is pretty fun. But the main problems are that there are NPCs that have horrible frame rates. It's not like the whole, it's still really strange because it's like they've throttled the frame rate of certain things in the environment so that your character can move around without stuttering. Mm-hmm. It's like, like Fall Guys. Yes, yes, just yeah. like Fall Guys on Switch, where like your frame rate is okay, but like <clears throat> everyone else's looks horrible. Yeah. And it's like they are in like single digit frame rate. It mm-hmm. looks like a slideshow. They're like, <laughs> it looks horrible. Yeah. And I've I've seen a ton of pop in as well. Oh, I yeah. Pop in's bad. I've seen a lot, like, I, well, I haven't seen a lot, but I've seen a number of times where for some reason the game struggles with hills. Yeah. So, like, if you're battling on a hill, it'll like show the like, the victory animation at the end. And because the camera is like set, you'll be half of the view will be underneath all the environments Mm -hmm. and just a blank abyss. (laughs) That reminds me like when I used to go like through the walls and Ocarina of time with a game shark and I would, and I would like levitate in this black abyss. Yeah. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like, we shouldn't be able to do that in 2022. (laughs) No, it's, it's obvious that they put the game out to get it out for the holiday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It should have waited another year. It just should have. Yeah. Because the game really does have the potential, I think, so far, to be one of the best Pokemon games in terms of just being enjoyable. The gameplay. Mm-hmm. Do you think they'll fix it? They've already sold... They sold 10 million in the first three days. Right. So what's the incentive to fix it? That's the thing. It's like we've... And I'm part of the problem. Because yes, I you bought, are. I bought this. <laughs> I bought it at, on launch. Yes. But... We've got to stop supporting companies who do this. And it's so mm-hmm. hard because I want to play the new Pokemon game. I don't. I want to play it. Right now when we're talking about it, I want to play it. But not until it's fixed. I just don't know. Like, do they have any incentive to fix it? They already sold $10 million. Like, Money talks. These guys will buy anything. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the, the thing is, is like Pokemon doesn't just generate its revenue through games. You know, like... They needed to get this game out so that they get new Pokemon into the world so that they could buy, you know, make new plushies to sell. Like... Right. It's it's a whole domino effect for the Pokemon company, and I, I agree. I think they just rushed the crap out of it, got it out in time for the holidays, and no, why would they be incentivized to fix it when they're just they're they're not going to be done counting their money till after the new year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, no, you're right, and I think that the target <clears throat> audience they don't even realize how bad it is. That's another bad part about it. Yeah. The target, like kids are, and I'm glad that they can enjoy it because I enjoyed Pokemon games, but, mm-hmm. but back then they were as good as they really could be on Game Boy. Um, but yeah, that, that's part of the problem too. I have 
tons of students who are in that elementary, middle mm-hmm. school age. Every single one of them loves Pokemon. They yeah. love it. They are like great. obsessed with Pokemon. It can be great. And I've never heard one of them mention that they don't like the performance in the game. Yeah. And maybe us old fogies, we're getting too caught up on it. Maybe we should just enjoy the game for the gameplay, but it just is hard. That's ridiculous. It's hard to. No, why would you even say that? No, no. Because think about all the other games we have. I know. They run better on the Switch. I know. Because this started a whole conversation about like, well, the Switch really is underpowered. And yes, it is underpowered. But it's not this underpowered. No, it's this not is Game Freak's at fault. All. Yeah, it's Game Freak. Yeah, this is not Nintendo's fault. I mean, because there was that guy who made the video about, oh, I ran Pokemon Scarlet and Violet on a PC emulator and it looks great. Must be the Switch. No, because if it was properly optimized, it'd run even better on your damn PC. Yeah, <laughs> it's the game's fault. Yeah, I mean, no, it, you're absolutely right. It, it, it's really sad that that is the number one. Like revenue producing IP, and this is what they put out. Yeah. It's like we could have an amazing Pokemon game. I think yes. about like Pokemon, new Pokemon Snap mm. on the Switch. Yeah, looked great. It just wasn't made by Game Freak. Yeah. That game looked and played amazing. Yeah. It looked phenomenal. Why can't, who put that together? I don't know. Was that like, I have the internet. Was that Bandai Namco? Um, I don't know. But it's just sad that the main, like, you know, Game Freak can't put anything great together. Bandai Namco. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe let Bandai Namco take a swing at a mainline Pokemon game, guys. I think I'm just going to go back and actually finish Arceus. That's what this has made me want to do. This is, in a lot of ways, it's obvious, like, they're taking steps in the right direction in terms of gameplay. Arceus Mm -hmm. was a big one. This one's another big one. I really do think it is. Yeah. But, gosh... So, I mean, I'm just so interested in, like you said, the world is huge. It is huge. It's a huge world. Yeah. And that's what I wanted. That's what I've wanted is like this big open world. And I'm not like somebody who says every game needs to be open world. In fact, I'm kind of tired of it. But Pokemon, I want it, you know? It makes sense. And then this is what we get. And I feel like I can't even give them my money. Like there's, there's a lot of really great stuff about it. There really is. But. I mean, I just think about like Breath of the Wild when you're like running around and you got all these different biomes, and I'm sure Pokemon's got that too. And I just wish it played good. Yeah, it's it's really sad, and it's weird because <clears throat> transitioning to our next thing here. Yeah, you know, this week was the first is the first week in December. Oh, is it? Yeah, and it feels weird that we don't have like people are talking about Pokemon. Like that's what everyone's been talking about this week. Yeah. Because that was the last, one of the last games to come out in November, but that's what we were planning to talk about, you know? Yeah. But it's strange because we're in December now, but it feels like this is a really slow, like starting off slow. And like this month, this feels like a slow month for gaming. And mm-hmm. when I think of one of like, generally one of the most exciting and like most packed months i think of november and december but it seems like december this year for whatever reason just is slow yeah i mean it does it does seem that way but i mean we did get god of war in november right so like that was pretty big Mm -hmm. so i mean it's not like november and december are busts but uh yeah you're right i mean no november seemed really packed for me there were a lot of games that came out that i was excited about but in december there's really not much that i i was Excited about the Callisto Protocol, mm-hmm. and it came out. I haven't played it yet, but the reviews have not been great for it. No. Did you watch Jake Baldino's video on not it? Not yet. I watched it this morning. Yeah. 
Um, it's I mean, a, it looked like something that I might be able to enjoy, but I... Is it sort of Resident Evil-esque? Because that's what I got the feel off of. Like, it was yeah, going to be sort of, of that like way. survival horror sort of yeah. deal. He said it's pretty short. I, I don't mind short. Yeah. I'm going to rent it anyway. Yeah. So I don't know. You might like it. I don't know. So, we put out a poll asking, which December game are you most excited about? And I put on there, Midnight Suns, Callisto Protocol... Crisis Core, this is the remake, mm-hmm. and then, or something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so hit us with the results there, Daniel. Well, at a whopping 8%, Marvel Midnight Suns came in. Uh, Callisto Protocol, uh, <laughs> Callisto Protocol <laughs> got, got 31%. Uh, Final Fantasy Crisis Core got 21%, and something else got 40%. So the most people voted for something else. Yeah. I kind of figured that Callisto Protocol <clears throat> would be... Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of individual games, and it seems that it is, was the one that people were most excited about. Yeah. For me on this list, it's definitely Crisis Core. Really? Yeah. I'm not interested in Crisis Core. Why not? I don't know. It just doesn't look great to me. I mean, it's I I, I love the Final Fantasy remake, and this is kind of a I know, companion it's like the, piece to yeah, that. You know? Yeah, I know. So, I know. I just didn't. I love the remake, too. But I don't know. I'm just, for whatever reason, this one hasn't appealed to me. Um. In terms of games that are, like I said, Callisto Protocol was one I was excited about. Mm-hmm. But other than that, not a whole lot. High on Life looks interesting. I mean, High on Life is that, you know, it's it's like really crude. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it'll be some, it could be fun. Yeah. Maybe not like the best game ever. But, I can do you know, crude. Yeah, yeah. It could be fun. So we got some comments here. Mm-hmm. We got... A bells, A bells, A bells. See, I don't like that YouTube now. Instead of giving me usernames, gives me um, what are these handles? So yeah. now we're reading handles instead of usernames. But what can you? I do? guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So now things are different. Like things have changed. Mm-hmm. But anyways, the handles is what we have now. We fear change here at the Gaming Gig Podcast. Yeah. Said Crisis Core Union. I already have it pre-ordered on Steam and own the original physically. Nice. So. Yeah, originally a PSP game. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is kind of cool. Uh, next up, we have SM Pant seventy nine uh, said that I'm really excited for High on Life TBH. I think we got a lot of people who seem excited about High on Life. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of thought that one would be a little too weird for most people, but who knows? I honestly don't know much about that game. You don't see the previews for it and stuff? Not really. You don't have to look it up. You might. You might be interested. Hmm. Um, we Is got it like one. a Conqueror's Bad Fur Day kind of, kind of vibe? Um, like that kind of crude? or Yeah, but okay. maybe more so. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> so we got Landon Stallings, who said, Well, since Callisto Protocol is a bust, I'll just be playing Dragon Quest Treasures on the 9th. Okay. I don't really know much about that. I have not played any of the Dragon Quest games. Yeah, so. Dragon Quest is pretty far out of our wheelhouse. And so. I don't know what Dragon Quest Treasures, I'm guessing that's a spinoff of sorts. Yeah, I would say so. All right, James Sullivan said... I was so excited to have him back. Oh, my gosh. He's back, man. It's Jimmy S. He's back. Holy crap. I didn't realize it. I was just reading it. <laughs> and then I saw the what was in the comment, and it hit me. But he's going to be playing Adventure for the Atari 2600, hands down. Jimmy S., I am so glad to have you back, man. He's commented on our last few polls, and I had to get him in on the comments man. so that we could bring him up. You're the bomb.com, dude. And I'm glad you're still rocking that at 20, uh, Atari 2600. For, I have one in the closet right there, yeah. as a matter of fact. For those of you guys who don't know, old James here, he's been 
commenting on our polls for the past year. Every single one of them is Atari 2600 related. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. We love it. Uh, it doesn't matter what the poll is about. He makes a comment about the Atari 2600. Amazing. It's great. Amazing. And a lot stuff. of times they're very like curmudgeon-y and I just love it. <laughs> yeah. It's great. I just love it. Um, okay. I don't know idea how to pronounce this. <clears throat> Zadisai. Zadisai. It's cool. I don't know how to say it. I don't either. Said Need for Speed Unbound. This is mm. either just came out or is coming out soon. I don't know. But Need for Speed Unbound. I, it looks interesting. I like Need for Speed. It's yeah. been a long time. I used went back in the PS2 era. Yeah. I was all about the Need I remember for Need games. for Speed Hot Pursuit mm -hmm. for the PC I played back Oh, you played day. on PC? I did. Uh, and that was great. I remember I playing it. Hot Pursuit over at uh, one of my friend's house. Love that was a game. Such a cool game. Yeah. All right. Next, we got um, <clears throat> Abubakere Tabor. <laughs> I, that's a lot of syllables. I'm sorry. Um, These new handles are killing me. They are killing me. Uh, none of them. Just random stuff they are adding. <laughs> stuff. Right? It's like you have. Did you really have to blur that? I just. I did to mess with you. <clears throat> just to see what you would do. I was hoping that you would read it. I mean, hmm. I would. There's nothing to read. No, Siri. Siri's like, hmm, I can't read anything here. Man. I'm here. No, I know you're here. <laughs> Siri, you trying to butt in on our podcast? This <laughs> is creepy. Here's Apple Podcasts. No. <laughs> <laughs> Siri, what are you doing? <laughs> that was funny. We almost got to hear some ear biscuits. Um, so, um, we got Larry House. Thank you for commenting again, Larry. Said, high on life for sure. My expectations are so painfully low, yet it should be good for some cheap laughs and low-quality humor. I think that's the way to approach it, and I think mm -hmm. it can be funny. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And in the same vein, old Firebolt 64 Gamer 34 said, uh, can't wait for high on life. I maybe should have put high on life in its own category now. You yeah. Know? Well, hindsight's twenty twenty. That's right. I included it in the other category, but... So, yeah, I, I don't know. It seems like... You know, there are some games coming out that I think some people are decently excited about, but mm -hmm. there's just no huge hitters like you normally expect in December. Yeah. Well, Pokemon was going to fill that void, and uh, it sucks. Well, it came out in November. Well, whatever. Yeah. It's still the big holiday release. Yeah, it's the big... It's one of the big ones. And, of course, we got God of War Ragnarok. It's not like we don't have any holiday games. I'm just... It's just weird that we're not having, like, a big December game. Man, I've been watching, like, in-depth, like, nerdy theory breakdowns on God of War Ragnarok on YouTube. I've been having so much fun. Oh, really? Yes. Dude, I'm excited about... You know, from playing Ragnarok, I started listening to the novelization of the 2018 game, mm -hmm. which is a very strange experience. It's read by the voice actor who is Mimir. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Pretty cool. I like Mimir. M Mimir. Yeah. Smartest man alive. Yeah. So it's read by him. Nice. Which is pretty cool. Um, so. So. Speaking of games, games of the week. It's that familiar segment. Our, our, you know, we talk about what games we're going to play. But mm -hmm. we've been playing this week. Mm -hmm. so Not what we're going to play, what we've been playing. What we've been playing. You want me to playing. start us off again? I think I did last time. Yeah, start us off, man. Okay. Well, I'm still hopelessly addicted to Marvel Snap, but I don't play it for eight hours a day anymore. Um, that was last week, Daniel. I know that. I'm saying that was Daniel of last week who played for yes. You're oh, yeah, a new yeah. person now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is present Daniel. Right. Uh, that was past Daniel. Exactly. Right. Uh, but I'm telling you what, that game really is a fan-freaking-tastic mobile game. And uh, it's it's getting like updated with some new stuff now. It's only like a month old. So um, 
I didn't realize it was that new. If you're looking for a mobile game, that's the one. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, I'm also still playing Rocket League Sideswap, but Marvel Snap has taken some time from that. But I'm still playing that almost every day. Great game. Daniel's a mobile gamer now, guys. I am a mobile gamer now. It's because it fits into my lifestyle so much easier, you know? I understand. Being, being I've, I've like been a, there. I've yeah. been there, man. It's, uh, it's, it's, so I'm trying to like find the, the gems of it, you yeah. know? Back when I was in college, I played so many. You remember, I played mm-hmm. so many mobile games back in college. Yeah. It's, it's convenient. Uh, also, Fortnite, I'm so excited to get back to today because... Uh, new season. New season. Have they released anything about... I haven't seen... Oh, well, there's a new map and like um, they have released some of the new Battle Pass skins. It's going to be... Uh, the Hulk is going to be in it. Um, Mr. Beast, the YouTuber, is also going to be a skin in Fortnite at some point. There's a dirt bike. Um, a dirt bike? There's a dirt bike. Cool. Yeah, I mean, imagine going to like Chonkers. Yeah, although I don't know that Chonkers exist because I think they nuked the. I map. think there used to be a dirt bike. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe I'm wrong. And there's some other skins that they released too that I can't remember right now, but um, I'm pretty sure the map is brand new. A whole. New I mean, map. I may be I may be wrong about that, but I because I we didn't get to participate in the live event, uh, but I did watch a little bit of Ninja's uh, YouTube video about it, and at one point there was kind of like a snap thing that like wiped the map and then i got busy and i had to stop watching the video okay but i did see headlines on the internet about like oh new map leaked you know new map revealed all that so i think it might be a new map i don't know i I may fire up the pc after we get done and find out that is exciting Um, I'm, i'm excited to play some fortnite tonight yeah on our twitch stream guys go check us out on twitch yes do that uh also on twitch next tuesday you can check us out again, and uh, we'll be playing Sea of Thieves, which is another game I've been playing, but not as much as Randy. Randy has gotten really into Sea of Thieves, and I'll let you tell him about that. Yeah, so this week I have really been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves. I've been working my way through the Plunder Pass, just doing the uh, trials and quests and stuff, mm-hmm. and really, honestly, really enjoying it. I'm, I, <clears throat> I've been getting on every day. I haven't been doing a whole lot every day. Like Some days I'll spend some time, and some days I'll only spend, you know, 30 minutes or so. Yeah. And just go on there and get a few things done and, you mm-hmm. know, that's it. But I've been playing it a lot. And outside of our stream, which I really never thought I would do because yeah. I never re- really liked solo slooping that much. But mm-hmm. with the new update and where it kind of people aren't out hunting as much, it makes me more willing to give that side, like the PVE side of it, a go, yeah. which is something I'd never done before. Yeah. Take a little, and it takes a little heat off of you if you're PVE. Eating, like, right, like but then also like when we stream it, we're really PvP focused, and I I really enjoy that side of it too. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like I get to enjoy both sides of Sea of Thieves without feeling like one is better or worse than the other. I'm just so surprised that you like get on there and do trials, and that you're so into these trials. I still can't wrap my head around why you're into trials, but you didn't want to do commendations. I still can't figure it out. I you know. Maybe like, you've I explained it, but I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. It's something about the way commendations were tracked. Mm-hmm. Like the commendations, although it was essentially a checklist, it was really like do like j- most of them were like do a bunch of this one thing and then mm-hmm. you'll complete it. Yes, and I I really like the trials are way way more bite sized and you okay. go you check through them so much faster. 
So it's like a... And it's more varied. An instant gratification as opposed to like having to do like that thing a million times. And, and it doesn't it. feel as grindy because you're not having to do like this one thing over and over and over, which I felt like, mm-hmm. say you wanted to do a commendation that had to do with like Hunter's Calling, you're fishing. Oh, All yeah. you're doing is just fishing. You want straight to the grindiest ones. I know, I'm just saying like, but that's just like <laughs> the best example, but they're all that way to a degree or at yeah. least were. And now the new trials are just way more bite-sized. You can actually get them done in one play session, mm-hmm. or you can get multiple done in one play session, and it just feels more Like the dailies or weeklies in Fortnite, right? The, and okay. there are dailies and weeklies and monthlies in the Plunder Pass. Okay. So I go on and I do the dailies, and then I work on the weeklies, and if I finish all those in the week, I start working on the monthlies. And okay. that's, it's So it just feels way that more, more achievable. That makes sense. And the monthlies take more time to finish. And then, oh, so there's daily, weekly, monthly, and then season long. Mm. So you can kind of just do whichever ones fit how much time you have. Yeah. Whereas I felt like the like the accommodation stuff were just very grindy and it wasn't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. It was like a make it your full-time job and, mm-hmm. you know, sell a bunch of one thing chests. over and over and over and over, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it really reinforced like the whole idea that we had early on in Sea of Thieves that it's just like... You have to be as efficient as possible for everything because everything takes forever. Right. Commendations kind of reinforce that. Right. I really do think that the trials are much better. And it's something that I know they were there last season, um, but I just hadn't really gotten into them very much until this season. We just didn't play much last season. No, we We were were pretty Fortnite it out. Right. But also this week, uh, you know, obviously I've been playing Fortnite on the stream, but games outside of what we've been streaming, I finished playing the chant. Mm. wrote a review on that so if you want to check out my thoughts on the chant check out the video on the main channel or on tiktok also finished playing moss book 2 which is a vr game also did a review on that moss and moss book 2 are phenomenal vr games and i can't recommend them enough so if you're interested in vr they're really great because they're very comfortable games they have nothing that will make you motion sick which i know is a big thing for you definitely but i think it's a big thing for a lot of people so if you feel like VR just isn't your cup of tea and you want to try to get into it, I definitely recommend Moss and Moss Book 2. They're kind of like fairy tale-ish. Mm-hmm. And but the main gimmick is that you control two characters simultaneously. You're yourself, which you're a character called the reader, and that's in first person, and you control things with your hands and stuff. But you also simultaneously control in third person a little mouse named Quill. And you use the control to do that. So you're controlling two things at once. Hmm. And it's something that kind of only works in VR. Okay. And it's just really cool. That sounds cool. Um, I started playing the Dark Pictures, The Devil in Me, which is the newest Dark Pictures game. Almost done with that one. I thought I might finish that one this morning before I came over here, but I'm, I'm still not done yet. Mm-hmm. And of course, I've been playing Pokemon Violet. And Catherine and I are on the last level of Little Big Planet 2. And we were on the last one last night, and we just could not finish it. <laughs> so we're having to come back. It was it's really hard. It's like, um, it's kind of like a gauntlet type yeah. thing, and you have you only have a certain amount of, you know, if you die, you got to start back over. Yeah. And we were just struggling with it. So I think you know we slept on it. I think we're going to be able to go into it tonight and finish that. One. Oh, you'll get it today. Yeah. If you so, slept on it, you'll get it. Yeah. That's the way it works. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Randy, uh, I know we're about to reach our. Final segment here, but are you, are you sure there's not something you're forgetting? Oh, yeah. I am. Because I'm telling you what, if you keep forgetting to do uh, ad spots for our sponsors, they're going to drop us. I know. All right, guys. 
I know you know Johnny Flame. Johnny Blaze. I almost said the wrong thing. Johnny Flame. <laughs> Johnny Flame. Johnny Blaze. That is the that is right, correct? Johnny Blaze. Not to be confused with uh whoever hey, the human torch is. No one it's not Johnny Blaze. We all know as Ghost Rider. That's right. Nick Cage himself. Ghost Rider for the PS2. This is the game that defined the PS2 for most people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that. It was good. So, in fact, it's so popular that they're still wanting this to be promoted. It can't be played anywhere except the PlayStation 2. So, you're going to need to pick up Ghost Rider for the PlayStation 2 and play it. Define the generation for most people. So, Ghost Rider. You really need to throw it at the camera to get the real effect. I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm afraid that that case is so much heavier than the old one. I'm afraid that I'd knock the, the tripod over. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Play Ghost Rider for PS2. Just knock the camera over. Yeah. That'd so, be a great way to end it. Moving on to our three for Dale Club. If you made it to the end of this video, you are in the around 10% of people who make it all the way to the end. Elite status. Right. You get access to the exclusive gaming gig lounge. You get all the exclusive emotes that we currently have on Twitch, which you're, is zero. You're in the 90th percentile. That's a big deal if you know math. <laughs> so we like to shout out people who make it to the end. The way you can let us know that you made it to the end is by putting a comment in the comment section saying three for Dale. Three for Dale. So if you do that, we shout you out at the end of the next podcast. And today... Mm. We've got a little bit more of a club here. More than we've ever had, I think. I think so. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. So, Three for Dale Club. Thank you, Landon Stallings, Pedro Javier, Chicken Ender L, our bro. Yes. And AJK. So, thank you guys for being a part of the Three for Dale Club. If you would like to be a part of the Three for Dale Club, just put Three for Dale in the comments, and we'll shout you out next week. Heck yeah, we will. All right. Well, until next time, guys, I'm Randy. And that means I'm Daniel. And this has been Gaming Gig. Peace out.